0: This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 469. How to train your brain for life, workout, and sports success by Stephen Ladd with bengreenfieldfitness.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your very own personal narrator. Hey, welcome to a Thursday edition of Optimal Health Daily. Remember, this is one of five podcasts where we read to you from blogs for free so that you don't have to read them yourself, except on Fridays. That's where I usually answer your questions. Now, before I get to the post, don't forget, we give away a book to a random person on our mailing list on the first of every month. So, if you wanna be in the drawing, make sure you're on our mailing list at oldpodcast.com. All right, I'm gonna keep it short and sweet because I wanna jump right into today's post as we optimize your life. How to Train Your Brain for Life, Workout, and Sports Success by Stephen Ladd with bengreenfieldfitness.com. The concepts you're about to learn can be applied to marathoning, ultra running, cycling, or any endurance sport. But we're gonna use the example of a triathlon for today. I consider a triathlon of any distance to be the toughest sport on earth. The amount of time and effort required to train for three separate sports is unparalleled in the world of athletics. But what is often overlooked the extreme mental and emotional demands of triathlon training and racing. For a triathlete to consistently perform at peak performance levels, they must have the ability to control their mental and emotional states, especially prior to and during the actual race. Imagine being able to instantly evoke a supreme state of confidence in yourself instead of having pre race anxiety, or evoke a state of determination and focus when you start to feel fatigued and have another six miles to the finish. It's important to understand the difference between what is labeled these days as positive thinking and what I'm talking about when I refer to controlling your mental and emotional states. The positive thinking protocol, at least how it's commonly taught, is to simply ignore how you feel, like your anxiety, and tell yourself over and over again that you feel confident or happy or focused on whatever it is you're desperately trying to convince yourself that you are. On the other hand, Accurately and properly controlling your mental and emotional state is a way for you to literally change your subconscious mind so that you'll actually be confident instead of just telling yourself that you are confident. See the difference? When you do what I'm about to teach you properly, there will be no need for you to try and convince yourself that you are confident. Instead, you will actually be in a supreme state of confidence and able to perform closer to your peak potential. Another valuable tool for achieving this true change in your mental and emotional state is called anchoring, which comes from the world of neuro-linguistic programming, or NLP. What is an anchor? An anchor is formed when your internal response becomes associated with an external stimulus. For example, think about Pavlov and his salivating dogs. Hear a bell equals salivate. We can use a similar process for anchoring any positive mental state to a specific action you will simply replace the bell with an action, such as touching a specific knuckle on your hand, and replace salivating with something more useful for your triathlon training and racing, such as confidence, although it could be also relaxation, speed, aggressiveness, or whatever else you want your mental state to be. Now, let's go through a concrete example of how to use anchoring to achieve a state of confidence. Step one, recall a time in your life when you felt the most confident. This doesn't have to be during a triathlon. It can be any moment, any moment of exceptional performance or confidence in your life, no matter how long ago it may have been. Step two, you need to ramp up the positive emotion. In order to do this, you must completely place yourself into your remembered scene. As a matter of fact, I want you to get up and move the way you would be moving in this situation. You may wanna be in a quiet place where you can focus. Feel what you would be feeling, like confidence. Hear what you would be hearing and see what you would be seeing. Take this emotion of confidence and intensify it by a factor of 10. Sense it as energy surging through your body. Imagine the crowds of spectators cheering you on, even if they weren't in your original scene. Then imagine it as another bolt of confidence that shoots through your body and intensifies your feelings of confidence by another factor of 10. Step three, when you sense you're at your peak intensity of confidence emotions, set your physical anchor to this state. I'm about to explain how you do that. Step four, how to choose and set your anchor. You can use almost anything for your anchor, as long as it is not a common action that you do in everyday life. For example, you could set an anchor as tapping your right shoulder with your left hand. Knuckles are my favorite anchors for reasons I will reveal shortly. I suggest using the knuckles of your non-dominant hand. For example, if you are right-handed, Take your right index finger and push down on the knuckle of your left index finger. Remember that you're doing this while you are still in your state of peak confidence and visualizing or reenacting that scene. In this case, that movement of right finger to knuckle of left finger would be your anchor for supreme confidence. Step five. Now come out of your emotional state. Count backwards from 20 to 0. This will break your emotional state. Once broken, Stay away from that state for one to two minutes. Step six, repeat steps one to five at least two times. And if you want to completely perfect the anchor, up to 10 more times, each time with as much enthusiasm and excitement as the first time. Step seven, finally, test the strength of your anchor. After that last time, break your emotional state by counting backwards from 20 to zero. Wait just a few moments, then fire off your anchor, in this case, pushing down on the knuckle of your left index finger, you should get the surge of confidence that you have anchored to that action. If you get a strong feeling of confidence, then you have successfully set a solid anchor. If you didn't quite get that same feeling of confidence, then you need to keep working on the intensity of your emotion while setting the anchor and perhaps just a bit more repetition. This takes practice and is often not perfect the first time you try it. Now, don't be discouraged if it takes you some time to set a really strong anchor. It can take devoted practice, but it's worth it because once you are in control of your mental states, your triathlon potential will be able to reveal itself and you'll be able to set as many anchors as you want for as many mental and emotional states as you need to call upon during your event. You just listened to the post titled How to Train Your Brain for Life, Workout, and Sports Success by Stephen Ladd Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Now you may be thinking, does this really work? Do I have to go through all of those steps? Can we really use Pavlov's dogs as an example? I mean, we're human beings. We're smarter than that, right? We wouldn't be susceptible to that kind of Pavlovian training? Well, actually, we are. Yes, we are smarter than a dog, but guess what? We are still susceptible to this kind of training. I mean, if you really think about it, you've all experienced this. You may have dined out at a restaurant one night and then immediately after got really, really sick. What happened the next time somebody suggested that restaurant or that specific food that you had that night? You probably felt a little sick again. That's the same kind of response we're talking about. It's just in this case, we're trying to get you to use that same reaction, but in a positive way. And that takes a little bit of time and a little bit of training. But if you're willing to put in the work and you're willing to practice it, it will happen. Now, before I go, don't forget, we do book giveaways on the first of every month to random people on our mailing list. So if you wanna be a part of that, plus get some free spreadsheet tools from us and lots more, come by oldpodcast.com and join the weekly newsletter. It's totally free and a great way to show your support. Again, you can join at oldpodcast.com. That wraps up Thursday's episode. Thank you, as always, for listening. Thank you for subscribing to the show. Thank you for sharing this show with someone. I hope you have a great rest of your day. I'll be back here tomorrow with another Q&A episode and where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show,